Overall, a very encouraging start by Conzo Martin's Missouri Tiger basketball team, especially in terms of ball movement and the Tigers' ability to defend the entire court. But there is one obvious adjustment that Missouri needs to make, and I want to tell you about all of this and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And thank you for making me your first listen on your podcast day. And thank you to McDonald's for being the title sponsor of this program. McDonald's is proudly serving customers since 1965. And guess what? Mickey D's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's also an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. And I'll tell you what else I'm loving. So far, this Missouri basketball team. And, you know, obviously at halftime, Missouri had a really, really strong run to end the half, leading 45-29. And obviously, well, they they didn't actually completely follow through on that in the second half, right? Obviously, the Chippewas made it a relatively close game, and they won the second half. So give them a lot of credit. But I got to say, overall, I was really, really encouraged for a team that is playing its first game together, again, with 75% of this roster is absolutely brand new, really maybe 80%. If you're going to include Jordan Wilmore in there, well, he only played 21 minutes all of last season, played 13 tonight, and, and we'll get to more on Jordan Wilmore here in a little bit. But let's start with the positives. First of all, I thought, number one, Ronnie DeGray came off the bench tonight at forward and to me was just all over the court defensively. Now, he played a pretty good offensive game, too. He doesn't have the prettiest, most conventional shot in the world. But DeGray, I'm telling you, those long arms of his were everywhere, just causing problems defensively. And I promise you, Konza Martin is going to look at the tape tomorrow and love everything he saw from DeGray defensively. And not only was he blocking shots, he got three blocks in this game, 11 rebounds, but he was also showing the ability to play the one through five switch that has been talked about so much in this offseason for the Tigers. The ability to switch every single ball screen. Well, I thought DeGray maybe above all other of the forwards on the team, maybe even including the veteran Kobe Brown, showed a real ability to move his feet and stay with those Central Michigan guards on the perimeter. So, first of all, I just think Ronnie DeGray, a really encouraging start for him. Also, Boogie Coleman, Jerron Coleman, if you will. Boogie, Jerron, you know what? I kind of like Boogie, so I'm going to stick with that. Apparently, that's his preferred nickname as well. But I thought he was just a really, really smooth customer tonight. Took a lot of good shots. And while he may not be your typical set everything up and dominate the ball point guard, 
actually, I'm okay with that. And, and, and if you've listened to some of my shows talking and segments talking about Missouri basketball heading into this 21-22 campaign, I really thought that if Missouri is going to succeed offensively, it's going to have to be by sharing the basketball, moving it side to side, and of course, penetrating north and south as well, but also just sharing the basketball. Too often last season, I thought the ball stuck in Xavier Pinson's hands, for instance, at times. Too much reliance on the on the high screen and roll, maybe. Not that that's not an efficient basketball play, but for this team in particular, I just thought actually forcing the ball side to side and making the, the opposing defense actually play all of the shot clock for all 30 seconds in the half court is actually the way to go. And so far... To me, so good. Obviously, the results were mixed for Missouri at times, but you know what? I thought a lot of the sort of up-and-down nature of this game for Missouri actually was due to a fairly big strategic error by Conzo Martin. And I want to tell you what I think that was. But first, let me tell you about one of the finest sponsors of all time. And of course, that's Prize Picks. And whether you're a college football or college basketball fanatic, well, you need to know about prize picks because prize picks makes daily fantasy so much more simple than the big guys out there where you're basically having to take on what the country it feels like to win a few bucks at daily fantasy. Well, at prize picks, guess what? They make it simple. They put out a proposition They give you the projections, and it's up to you to decide if those projections are going to go over or they're going to go under. It truly is as simple as that. So if you're interested in this kind of contest, I want you to go to prizepicks.com or go to the App Store, Google Play, or the App Store on Apple, whatever it is. And when you do, use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 100% instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Once again, that's promo code locked on for your hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars at Prize Picks Daily Fantasy made easy. And by our tighter title sponsor, excuse me. Yes, this episode of Locked On Mizzou is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities. Since 1965, and you know what? As much as I love that tasty and affordable bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, well, you know what? McDonald's is more than just incredible breakfast food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. So the next time you want to meet somebody or a group of people for a little reconnection time, Definitely check out McDonald's, and if you're like me, you're on a road trip, you're looking for a place to refuel, well, there is absolutely no place better than your local McDonald's. You know what? Head to your local McDonald's, tell them that Locked On sent you just for the fun of it. You're not going to get any discount, I'm not going to lie to you, but you know what? The word travels. So you know what? Once again, thank you to McDonald's, our title sponsor for this show. I'm loving it. Before I get negative here in this segment, and I really, really hate what I'm about to say, but you know what? It's honest. It's how I honestly feel. So you know what? We're just going to sneak in something positive real quick at the top. 
Hey, Mizzou students, great job. Great job tonight. And you know what? Great job by the Missouri coaches and the administration who have been getting out on campus this fall. I've noticed Conzo Martin, Robin Pinchton getting out there, pitching the team to the students. And I got to be honest, I was very pessimistic in, in, in my projections for student attendance for this game and early in the season. I figured it's the show me state. We're going to have to show these kids what's up. But I don't know if it's maybe some just pent up energy from the COVID season of 2020 when a lot of these students weren't able to go to the game. I'm not sure what it is, but for at least this one game, an excellent turnout by the students. And you know what? A pretty good product put on the floor by your Missouri Tigers. So you know what? Students... Come on back to the next game. We'd love to see you again. Your presence was felt and it made it just a lot more fun for not only people like me, the townies, the alumni who are in the crowd anyway, but also, more, most importantly, the young men on the court. But of course, if you were at the game or you watched on television, you definitely noticed that Missouri got off to a bit of a slow start in the first half before going on a huge run that put them up 45 to 29 at the half. But once again, Missouri not able to quite continue that momentum and that run going into early in the second half. And uh, I hate to say it, I really do, but I think there's one very, very large reason why Missouri had its struggles during those moments, at least primarily. I'm not saying it's the only reason, but I hate to say it, Jordan Wilmore certainly should not be starting for this basketball team. And quite honestly, I hate to make large declarations after one game, but as the big guy whisperer on the Mizzou beat, I'm just telling you Jordan Wilmore doesn't have it at least not for this season. Maybe something is still going to be there in the future. Listen, I understand big men take longer to develop, generally speaking, especially if they're seven foot three. But if you were hoping for a wild transformation this season and Jordan Wilmore to be a huge factor, I hate to say it, it's not going to happen. And you guys know me. If you've listened to me for a long time, you know I'm generally not that certain about any of my opinions. But I'm telling you right now, Jordan Wilmore cannot play for this team. If they're going to win, he cannot play significant minutes. Maybe against the Fighting Illini, against Kofi Coburn, another big, large, seven-foot type guy, maybe that's an okay matchup for him. But to be quite honest, not only did I not see enough quickness out of Wilmore defensively, which he was picked on last year in limited action defensively. Well, I saw that once again. When you saw Wilmore come out of the game, you saw Yaya Keita come in. And by the way, apparently it is Keita. That's something to note. It's not Keita, it's Keita. So that's something I've been wondering all season. Apparently it's Keita. But regardless, when Missouri went without a traditional center, not only were they better offensively, you got Wilmore out of the paint, the, the sort of, you know, the driving lanes opened up more. But to me, even more importantly, defensively, suddenly Missouri was everywhere. Suddenly they were able to, to 
make up ground defensively and you know somebody would help and then somebody else would come and and help back on the man that was helped off of and just to me you have a much quicker more athletic and and you know a longer group in some ways because as weird as that sounds a seven foot three guy well he's long right well not if he's being taken away from the basket not if he's not quick enough to get to the basketball you saw Ronnie DeGray again a much shorter man than Jordan Wilmore but with his quickness his ability to move side to side in those long arms he's a much 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 more effective defender than Wilmore see we all noticed offensively that Wilmore took a pretty ugly left-handed fadeaway sort of jump hook from about 10 feet away and as ugly as that was again I'm much more worried about his ability on defense because if you're Conzo Martin and everything starts defensively for you, well, I just don't understand the fascination with Wilmore at this point. I've got to think that he's going to make an adjustment going forward because if he doesn't, well, really, he's just kind of he's kind of cutting his own throat. I hate to say it to make a fairly ugly metaphor, but that's really what it feels like. And for all the talk of Missouri attempting to switch everything one through five in the half court. Well, I did notice that switching helps in another aspect of the game as well. And I want to get to that and plus more positives from this Missouri victory as well. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever conceived by any sentient being. And frankly, if you haven't tried Built Bar by now, well, I question if you're sentient or not, because they say it's a protein bar, but frankly, it doesn't taste like one. No, most protein bars are chalky, waxy, or frankly, just plain hard to choke down. But Built Bar is quite different. It's soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, well, you'll know that I'm telling the absolute truth. But on top of that, these bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low sugar, and high in protein. So guess what? When you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order, you're going to feel great about yourself. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at Built.com. And by BetOnline.ag, who is back and better than ever before. Of course, your Tigers didn't cover the spread tonight. Well, that's a running theme in 2021, is it not? I don't believe your Tiger football team has covered the spread as of yet either. So why not just keep that rolling? Frankly, next game, just just bet against Missouri, against South Carolina once again. That game's actually a pick by the way. So I guess on a neutral field, they think South Carolina is a little bit better over at betonline.ag. So regardless of what your opinion is, maybe you think the Florida game was a fluke for the Cox last week, or regardless of your opinion, you got to go to betonline.ag. And when you do, use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline, where the game starts so in case you didn't notice Missouri had some depth 
issues tonight, at least compared to what they might have going forward. The Kansas State transfer, Dewan Gordon sat out the game for, as of yet, at least for me, unknown NCAA-related reasons. I'll have an update for you on the Thursday show as soon as I get there. But also, Caleb Brown, Kobe Brown's true freshman brother, sat out the game. And also, Trevin Brazil, a kid who's got a lot of talent, maybe an under-the-radar recruit. Excuse me. Good Lord. He sat out this game as well. And you know what? Obviously, that's that's going to affect your Tigers a little bit. But even more, I think Kobe Brown picking up his third foul there early in the second half. Well, once Central Michigan started doing a little bit of zone defense there, it felt like Kobe Brown, who is, to me, probably Missouri's best zone buster, at least at this point, from what I can tell, a guy who can flash to that elbow free throw line area, make stuff half, make make things happen with the pass, with the dribble, or with the shot as well. So I think that hurt Missouri quite a bit that Kobe got into got into foul trouble there a little bit. Another thing too, you know, Amari Davis, he had an interesting ball game. I, I really liked how he played for the most part, but you look at the box score, six of 14, two of six from downtown. Not the most efficient shooting performance I've seen, but I liked his ability to take the ball into the paint, kind of get the shots that he wanted. I will say, though, his three-point shooting might be a little problematic. He ended up hitting two out of six, like I just said, from downtown, but Central Michigan was daring him to shoot that ball. So, to me, Amari's going to have to figure something out there. He's either going to have to hit maybe 35% or so and, and force people to come out and guard him or just find ways to cut back door and, and find his spots maybe maybe a little bit easier from the mid-range somehow. Maybe that means him him dribbling the ball more and getting more dribble penetration at this point. Not sure. But I will say, again, another encouraging part of this basketball game to me, I really thought last season during the pandemic year that Javon Pickett had found his offensive game in a lot of ways. And injuries, I thought, kind of robbed him of maybe his breakout season, especially on that offensive end of the floor. And tonight, I thought we saw a continuation of that. Pickett, 8-14 of from the floor, 18 points. Good hustle, as always. I think, you know, he's growing into himself as a leader still. You know, you could see him leading with his mouth more than maybe you've ever seen before as the lone senior on this ball club. You know, overall, obviously, I would have liked to have seen Missouri you know, finish off Central Michigan in the second half and really dominate there as well. But again, a team that's very, very new to each other, and of course us as Missouri fans, I think you have to be encouraged overall. We won the rebounding battle, only turned it over 12 times. Just a lot of encouraging things to see. Mostly the ball movement on the offensive end and just the effort on the defensive end of the court. Again, I think... I hate to say it, you take Jordan Wilmore, his 13 minutes off the court, and maybe Missouri wins this game by 20 instead of 10. I really think it made it that big of a difference, especially at the defensive end of the court. I hate to pick on Jordan Wilmore. That's not my point whatsoever. But again, this is the Missouri fan show where I'm extremely honest with all of you because guess what? I don't have to talk to Conzo Martin. I don't have to talk to Eli Drinkwitz. 
I don't have to talk to any of these kids either. So I, and the beauty of that is I just get to tell you my honest to goodness thoughts at all times, whether I don't like these guys, whether I like them, that there's none of that. It's all neutral. It's just all about football and basketball. And frankly, that's why you should join me each and every day here on Locked on Mizzou. And thank you for making me your first listen once again. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. I put a lot of effort into this show, so thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to listen along with me. And you know what? If you enjoy it, please tell a friend. I would really appreciate it. So you know what? With all that being said, I am John Miller, and I will see you all Thursday for your preview of the Missouri-South Carolina football game right here on Locked on Missouri.